Hello, and welcome to your favorite paranormal podcast out in the sticks. I'm your host, Shannon. With me, as always, is my storyteller from the same fella, my sister, Christina. Hey, everybody. Two in one week. (laughs) What? What? That's to make up for my absence. You better hope I get both of them edited this week. What? What? (laughs) You'll get it. You'll get it. I've got confidence in you. (laughs) You better hope. (laughs) Yeah. I've got confidence. Oh, okay. Well, so we're recording two in one night. We which are. is very, very unusual for us. It is, guys. Again, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really feel bad about this. Well, I know I shouldn't because life is life, but I really do. Well, you know, it happens. It does. I know. It but, happens. But thank you for hanging in there with me. <laughs> I appreciate it. We're all good. So what you got for us? Well, this... This is the same night. How do I say this? (laughs) Well, tonight, (laughs) this story is about... This story is about the Limp Mansion in St. Louis, Missouri. Limp. L-E-M-P. Limp. Limp. L what? E-M-P. Oh, Limp. All right. Limp. I thought you meant that it had like a... That one of its legs (laughs) was shorter than the other one or something. It limps down the highway. (laughs) So, in 1838... Wait, where is this located? In St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Mm -hmm. In 1838, Johan, or John, Adam... You know his his name's Johan. Well, for all due purposes in America, we call him John. Well, if he didn't call himself John, I'm calling him Johan. Well, he actually went by Adam, so we just (laughs) What? 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 John? (laughs) Johan? Johan John went by Adam? Johann Adam Limp okay. emigrated from Eswich, Germany. I don't know if I'm saying Eswich. that. I don't Eswich. know if I'm saying that right. I think that's. I think Eswich. Eswich, Germany, to St. Louis, Missouri. Upon arriving in St. Louis, he sought a fortune as a grocer. Now, Adam Limp's store was unique from all of his competitors for the reason that he not only sold regular grocery and mercantile products. But he also sold lager beer. Oh. Now, Adam. Somebody got their liquor license. Well, you didn't have to have one. Uh, Okay. It was 1838. But anyway. You may have. You don't know. You You weren't there. You didn't. I looked it up. Uh, You ain't ain't looked up whether he had to have a liquor license. I did. Why would you do that? Because I was curious. (laughs) Why he would just all of a sudden. Be able to, because you know most of your liquor was stored, sold in bars and stuff like that. Saloons. 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 Now, Adam Lent learned the art of brewing beer from his father in Germany. Okay. He started brewing his beer in St. Louis using the cave systems under the city, which provided the perfect temperature for aging beer. In 1840, his lager was so popular that he decided to abandon the grocery business and focus solely on brewing and selling his beer. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> now, he started the Western Brewer Brewery. I cannot say that word. Brewery? Yeah. <laughs> brewery. Western Brewery. There we go. And built a modest building. I'm not going to say brewery again. That stood about where the... This building stood about where the south leg of the arch would stand is standing today. Okay. So Adam Limp run his brewery <laughs> and sold his lager until his death on August 23rd of 1862. 
Adam Limp died a millionaire. Wow. Now, John Adam Limp's son, William J. Limp, succeeded his father as the head of the brewery in 1862. Okay, he went by Richard. He went by William. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> in 1864, William J. Limp built a new brewery that covered five city blocks. Wow. That's his, quite a brewery. His Falstaff beer brand dominated the beer market until the start of Prohibition. Pro, what was it called? Prohibition. I don't know. I was wondering. I was wondering. You're I'm like, idiot. you don't know what Prohibition is? You're an idiot. Falstaff beer. Falstaff, okay. I was wondering. I'm like, it's Prohibition, you idiots. But you meant the beer. I meant the beer. Okay, okay. I yes, got you yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. The beer. <laughs> Now, by 1870, the Limp Brewery was the largest in St. Louis, and the Limp family symbolized wealth and power. The Western Brewery was renamed. (laughs) The the beer, just call it the beer factory. (laughs) I have always had trouble with that word. (laughs) Just just call it the beer factory. Now, the Western Beer Factory. (laughs) There you go. Was renamed the William J. Limp Brewing Company. See, why couldn't they name it Brewing? I'm going to say that. Yeah. In 1892. Just call it the Brewing Place. Now, here's a little side note. William's daughter, Hilda, married Gustav Patz of the uh, Milwaukee Brewing family in 1897. So they, so they just, they had it, they built an empire. They, thus, brought, they brought two kingdoms together as yes, one. Thus uniting the two brewing companies. Wow. In the 1870s, William Limp bought what is now known as the Limp Mansion, which was built in 1868 by Jacob Feichert. <laughs> I don't know if I'm pronouncing that you right. You need to start leaving out names and just saying built by who? Built by another guy who? Who was William's father-in-law? <laughs> just say the, just built by William's father-in-law. But that's not the way it's I'm done. just saying he bought the mansion to use as a residence and an office for the. Beer factory. <laughs> the brewing place. Yes. Now, William used his fortune to turn the already grand 33-room mansion into a Victorian show place. Wow. That was he, money well spent. Too yes. bad he couldn't send it over to South Carolina to, <laughs> to I, help I, with that I, asylum. I know, a, I know a mental asylum they could use. Some. <laughs> During that same period, you're right. They could yeah. use some help. They really could have used some of that. I'm just saying. Now, during the renovation of his mansion, he brought in cast iron mantelpieces, cedar closets, hand-painted ceilings, and rare marble Italian pieces. So he's really just showing, just being a Pretty much being an ass. (laughs) Okay. Again, all of this money could have been spent on something better. (laughs) Far more. Now, he's also brought in a few, a new, brand new standing shower. From Italy, which was rare. Oh my gosh, a standing shower? Yes. Man, I've got one in my bathroom right now. I wonder how well, much it's worth. Well, you didn't in, eight, in the 1870s, <laughs> I okay? I wonder how much that son of a bitch is worth. A lot. I'm now, late. the house was built over the tunnels, and a tunnel was also built from the mansion to the beer factory. Now, after commercial <laughs> refrigeration minute, was introduced. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I gotta be sure I understood what so you're saying. So they had the tunnels there to begin with. But there were he, tunnels there, probably. But, from, but when he bought the mansion, why went, were there tunnels? 
I don't know. Okay. Well, was this after these Prohibition? Were the, these were the same tunnels that his father used. Okay, to so age this was after Prohibition, though. No, this was before. The house was All built. All of this be- was before Prohibition. Oh, I thought you said that he did it. That he, he did but, it well, up the until fact that the, he did. He brewed the factory ran up until Prohibition. Oh, I thought, but I'm gonna get to. I thought you moved on past that. Okay, mm-hmm. never mind. <clears throat> I was going to say, that's so, where they'd be sneaky-dicky They there. also, but when he bought the mansion and remodeled it, he also made a tunnel from the mansion to the brew, brewery, <laughs> to the beer factory. <laughs> Brewing place. Okay. So, after commercial refrigerator. He's too good to walk on the street? I guess. It's like, what, next door? Yeah, just build a fuck, just build a fucking breezeway. Why you got to go underground? Because he's <laughs> well, it helped him in the long run. We get to that. Okay. Now, after commercial refrigeration was introduced, these tunnels then became an auditorium, a theater. How big a, were these motherfucking tunnels? Apparently, pretty fucking big. Were they tunnels or a basement? <laughs> because he also had a stone swimming pool all up under his mansion <laughs> in these tunnels. <laughs> I really hate people. <laughs> we now, are the, use these, humans are the dumbest animal alive. I'm, I'm said, gonna mention, I have said that before. Well, rich humans. You, we're all stupid. But if we had money, we'd be doing the same thing. We're used, just stupid. He used all of this stuff up under the mansion, the auditorium, the theater, to throw grand parties. No, I'm sure I think he it, did. Like, why couldn't he just have parties in the house? Well, no, I don't know. But I was wrong. That was his son. Well, that's what I let thought. Let me go back. That it was after Prohibition. No, this is all before Prohibition. Would you let... <laughs> hold on. Just wait. Somebody's, we're getting, still somebody's a, getting rattled. Look, we're in 1884. Okay. In 1884, <laughs> a radiator system was installed and the grand staircase was removed to install an elevator. Okay. Good for him. I know. Now, 1901 saw the start of the mysterious demise of the Limp Empire. It couldn't have anything to do with all the money he spent to redo his. (laughs) He couldn't be the fact that he had a theater under his house. True. Now, some say... Some say the demise started when William went into a depression caused by the death of his son, Frederick Limp. He was the heir to the Lamp Fortune and Who brewing he called place. David. Now, Frederick was his favorite son, and he died of a heart ailment at age 28 on December 12th of 1901. William went further into depression when his dearest friend, Frederick Patz, died in 1904. Grieving the loss of his son and his dear friend and the fact that the brewing place was in demise became too much for William. On February 13, 1904, in a bedroom at the mansion, William J. Limp shot himself in the head. He was 68 years old. Well, hold on a minute. You mean to tell me that all of that grandeur and everything that he spent on that house wasn't enough to keep him happy? Apparently not. Well, I'd just be there. Who saw that coming? <clears throat> now, upon hearing the shot, his son, William J. Limp Jr., ran up the stairs to his father's bedroom. When he arrived at the door, it was locked. He proceeded to kick the door to gain entry, but it was too late. His father had already passed. Mm-hmm. That's kind of sad. Oh, well, yeah, but I'm just saying that if he 
I agree. I'm not going to preach. Go ahead. That money money does not make you happy. <laughs> I mean, it is. It sucks that he lost his son and his friend. Because obviously, he probably named his son after his friend. Uh, exactly, because it was Frederick, yeah. and then Frederick died. Yep. Yeah. Both Fredericks died. Now he has no Frederick. No Frederick. He's he's Frederick free. <laughs> <laughs> he's sans Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> we are so mean. Now, William J. Lemp Jr. succeeded his father as president of the brewing place in 1904. Okay. That same year, he completely renovated the family mansion Here again. Here we go. He's going to make, he's going to be even happier. This this time, it's going to make him happy. I don't know. It did not tell me what all he did to the mm-hmm. mansion. Now, William Jr. was said to have entertained with extravagant parties. and was, And also, he would hire prostitutes for male entertainment. Well, I'm glad that he learned his lesson. <laughs> now, William... He learned and, a buy lesson. And a side note of this, his wife at the time, to keep her out of the house so he could throw these parties, mm-hmm. he would give her $1,000 a day to go spend on the town and told her if she didn't spend all of it, he wouldn't give her any more. That sounds very, very, very smart. <laughs> that is a smart man. So, yeah... That doesn't sound at all like a spoiled brat who was rich his whole life. And just wants to do whatever yeah, in the hell he wants to do. that doesn't sound at all like that. You know who he reminds me of? And I don't know if y'all have been... Have you have you been watching The Crown? Have you watched, Do you watch The Crown on Netflix? No. He's Prince Philip. You know what in I've his been, younger you days. Know what been, you know what I just got through <laughs> streaming when I should have been researching this? <laughs> I went back and rewatched every single one of the Game of Thrones. No, I've never seen an episode of that. It's pretty good. Ever. It's pretty good. And I never will. The ending is very disappointing. Y'all could really have done that better. But, but anyway. I think that's old news because I remember hearing about that, that five I know, years but it's, ago. I know, but it's still good. Okay. But I'm just saying that this guy that's is, is Prince Philip. Okay. When he was younger. Okay. You should watch The Crown. It's really, really fucking good. <laughs> Now, during all of these parties and prostitutes for male entertainment, William J. Lemp Jr. was rumored to have fathered a son with one of the prostitutes. Mm -hmm. Now, this son was said to have been born with Down syndrome. And unfortunately, because people were the way they were, he was known by the residents of the town as the monkey-faced boy. I fucking hate people. See, I told you humans are stupid. And William Jr. kept him hid in the attic. <sighs> I fucking hate people. I just fucking hate people. It is said that this boy would peek at people on the street from a small window in the attic. And the limp, the limp fortunes and brewery continued to decline until oh, Prohibition permanently closed the brewery in 1919. I know that you just. I wish you hadn't even told me that. But that's important. It's not important to. I mean, uh, yes, it's important because people are fucking assholes. It's important to fucking show hate people. I mean, and the sad part is, is that uh, that hasn't stopped. People are still no, like it that. hasn't. That's what I'm saying. People are just assholes. Fucking hate them. Now, William Jr.'s sister Elsa Limp, right? Elsa Limp, right. William Jr. sister. If they had made her leg a little longer, <laughs> she could have limp left. <laughs> Elsa Lamp Bright <laughs> committed suicide in 1920. Well, this is a sad, just, that's what happens. I mean, they spent, they spent time worrying about the wrong things. Let's yeah. have an elevator in our underground You may want to theater. research her death, though, because listen, 
um, some say that she did this because of the stress of a failing marriage with her husband. Mm-hmm. And some say she didn't take her own life. Really? What did they? What did those they believe say? that it was a murder made to look like suicide? And there is actually a new docu- documentary being made about this to try and prove that it was murder and not suicide. Okay, what's her name? Elsa Limp Wright. Okay, Wright like W R I G H T. Yes. Elsa. Elsa. L E L S A. Maybe we should just. Let it go. And Williams Let Sen- it go. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. Now, William Sr.'s second oldest son, Louis Limp, then died of natural causes after Elsa. So, very tragic. So, all, so wait. So, That's this is William's siblings? William Jr.'s siblings. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, William's children. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You got that I'm, straight I'm, down? I'm just trying. I'm now trying they, to keep up. <laughs> The Lamp Brewery, which was once the largest and most profitable in St. Louis and was once worth an estimated $7 million, was sold at an auction on June 28, 1922 for $588,500. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Not being able to handle the stress of losing the brewery and the family fortune... Let William, me guess. William J. Lamp Jr. died of a self-inflicted gunshot mm. wound to the head on December 29th, 1922. So, like I said, he didn't learn his lesson. And not long after that, his son, William J. Lamp III, died, died in the mansion of a heart attack at age 43 in 1943. That's just weird. Now, Charles Limp, William Limp Jr.'s brother, continued to live in the house after his brother's suicide. It is said that Charles was a bitter man and became a recluse. Probably he was pissed off that his brother wasted his fortune by giving his wife $1,000 a day just so he could go get it on with some prostitutes. True. I'm just saying. Now, he lived... (laughs) That'd make me pretty, pretty bitter, too. Now, Charles is said to have lived in the mansion with only one servant his dog, and William Jr.'s illegitimate son, Mm -hmm. who died not long after William III at age 30. Mm -hmm. This, leaving Charles in the mansion with just his servant and his dogs. Charles Limp died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound on May 10th of 1949. I think somebody, I think maybe they should have sold their guns. (laughs) He was the (laughs) He was the last Limp family member to reside in the mansion. His body was discovered by his brother, Edwin. Edwin Limp was now the last remaining member of the Limp family. Okay. Edward died <laughs> of natural causes okay, okay. in 1970 at age 90. He is the only one that made it. <laughs> he like made it. <laughs> I mean, it's Yay, just really Edwin. sad. That's just that is it's just tragic. a tragic family who it had is. their priorities all wrong. I think. Yeah. Now, after Charles Limp's death, the mansion became a boarding house until 1975. It was then sold again and was renovated into a restaurant and an inn, and it still functions as this to this day. 
Now, with all of the tragedies surrounding the Lamp family and the mansion, it is no wonder it is said to be one of the most haunted houses in St. Louis. It has been host to several paranormal investigation teams, including the Atlantic Paranormal Society, which is TAPS, yeah, which are my favorite guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I like those guys. Now, the mansion is said to be haunted by several members of the Limp family, and certain areas of the home are said to have most of the activity. <laughs> Where all the people shot themselves? Now, these areas are the stairway, the attic, and the basement where the entrance to the tunnels were, which the employees of the restaurant call the gates of hell. Mm. Now, you told me that um, <clears throat> earlier that the, there was a reason that it would the tunnel under going to the brewery would have a purpose for him and it would because be good for him later it would be good it would why. be good it would be good for him in the sense that he could have all those prostitutes and parties oh okay i didn't understand what you meant and he I also missed. used a pipe to put water in the stone swimming pool from the brewery that was hot so he wouldn't have to swim in a cold swimming pool oh, jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah well, this guy was a real <laughs> douchebag. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go now, on. When, now, when the mansion was a boarding house, the residents would complain of unexplained activity. They would report ghostly knocks and phantom footsteps. Well, did they answer the knocks? How did they know it wasn't just footsteps? <laughs> if somebody's knocking and you don't well, answer it, it you're going to hear footsteps. Maybe it was on the <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's how that works. <laughs> True, <laughs> but maybe the knocks were on like the walls no, or something. I'm just saying. Heard oh. a knock. I didn't open the door. Then I heard footsteps. Strange. Now, after the mansion was renovated <laughs> into a restaurant and inn, is when most of the activity started. Employees and guests report apparitions that appear and then quickly vanish, strange sounds, tools that vanish, and they report hearing voices she and sounds. She's getting stolen. <laughs> and they report <laughs> somebody's stealing shit and blaming. Oh, it must be the ghost. They also it's probably report Eddie that's been there since <laughs> working there since nineteen eighty. They also report hearing voices and sounds from nowhere and get feelings of being watched. Mm -hmm. Glasses will fly off the bar on their own. Doors will lock and unlock by themselves. Lights turn on and off, and the piano plays when no one is near. Mm -hmm. A man is often seen peeking over the stalls in this downstairs bathroom, well, which is where the Italian shower, standing shower uh, is. That's probably Eddie, too. <laughs> Well, this is said to be William Jr. I think it's probably Eddie. And the lavender lady, who was William Jr.'s wife, Lillian, so-called because she would only wear lavender clothing and also had her coaches and all of that. Oh, well, isn't she precious? Lavender. Isn't she just precious? It's also said to make an appearance in the downstairs bathroom. So they loved that bathroom. It's that Italian it's shower. It's that Italian shower. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now, one tour guide said that she has heard the sounds of horses outside the room that was once William Sr.'s office. Mm -hmm. 
And the parking lot there was used back then as a tethering lot for horses. So you're telling me that this place has ghost horses? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? It's awesome. <laughs> ghost horse. Yes. Guess after an all new blue blood. <laughs> <laughs> ghost horse. <laughs> Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Guess who stay in the room that used to be William Sr.'s, which was the first one that shot himself. Right. Often report hearing someone running up the stairs and kicking at the door. Now, if you remember, we talked about William Jr. running up the stairs and kicking at the door when right. he heard the gunshot that killed his father. There are also reports of an unknown apparition who protrudes an apparent odor when he is around, and they simply just call him the stinky man. <laughs> okay. And he has also been known to tell people to get out of the mansion. He doesn't like people. Well, probably because they call him stinky. <laughs> I would think so. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know. Let's be a little nice. Yeah. I mean, he can't help his odor. He I just did. You know how when you're thinking about, you know, when you go back and you hear something and you think, man, I wish I'd have said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know when you told me that um, William Jr. shot himself in the head, you know what I should have said? What? Like father, like son. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Suicide is a serious, it, serious thing. I'm just saying. I know what he is, but I'm just saying that okay. that would have been that would have been a good thing to say. Uh, moving on, moving on. I just needed to say that. that well, I'm glad that, you, was, I'm that glad one was burning a hole off, in my pocket. I'm glad you got that off your chest. Me too. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> back to the stinky man. Well, that's all I know about the stinky man. He stinks and he don't like people, and he wants them to get out of the mansion. Okay, gotcha. he's not nice. Now the attic is said to be haunted by William Jr.'s illegitimate son. Now, the face of a boy is regular, regularly reported to be seen peeking out from the small attic window from people on the street. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is it not just some dude living in the attic? No. Like that guy in Denver? They have nobody okay. living in They've checked. There's nobody okay. living in the attic. Just saying. Now, toys that have been left in a circle in the attic are often moved. And one story about the boy in the attic is from an investigator who said she brought a teddy bear with her to the mansion and left it at the top of the stairs. When she went back and looked up at the top of the stairs, the teddy bear was up in the air, swaying back and forth as if the boy was playing with it. Oh, I'm afraid that it was not. (laughs) (laughs) It could have been. I was not there. But... That's the the thing that she failed to mention was that she was on acid at the time. (laughs) She left that part out. So that's the tragic, tragic, that tragic story of the Lamp family and the mansion. Wow. That's, Those people were... I encourage people to go to that mansion. I mean, it, even if you don't believe it's haunted, I mean, that's a tragic story. Just, just go spend the night in the place where three people shot themselves yeah, and one was probably murdered. Yeah, why not? It'll be fun. And Do three it. and... Two died of one died of a heart attack. Yeah, one died of a heart attack, and one just of natural it. causes. Just, so just go. everybody in that family died in that house. No, Edwin except didn't. for Edwin. Edwin was able to leave. <laughs> Maybe he, it's the he house. He made it. The Maybe house is the killing house. people. The house, you know, like is house on Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. The it's house is the killing house. people. The house, it's the house. Wow. Well. 
Mm. Maybe yeah. those tunnels underneath the St. Louis were like Shanghai tunnels, like back in been. the day. But the, well, I guess the river was right there, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Mississippi. All right. I just well, thought of that. That's probably what they were. Well, there you go. Damn. Well, we've uh, we've solved another one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, if we can just solve Elsa's death, I'll look into Elsa. I won't watch this documentary. Are you saying that it's coming out or it's just being made? It's com- being made, and I don't. I will look up and see if it says when it's coming out. Cool. Y'all go check that out. We might do an episode of our other show, which is our true crime show, One Crime at a Time. See how we tie these in yeah. together? Dun, dun, dun. See what we do there? That's called marketing. Yes. Boom, boom. Just it just happened to be that way. I think we need to look on the other episode that we just recorded. Who was getting murdered behind that door <laughs> in that asylum? I, for real. That's if you just haven't listened creepy. to the episode before this one, go do it. Because that's creepy. creepy, man. That sent chills down my spine. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, if I can get it done... We will have another episode out within the next few days. And if not, then we won't. We won't. Because, but you know, we I've will got eventually. You writing it and us recording it, I still have to edit it. So. But mine are not hard to edit most well, so of the time. So says you. Most of the time. <laughs> so says you. <laughs> that last one I did that we actually put out, I, because my mind was not in the right place, I know that was hard to edit because it was just all I think over I just place. left all that shit in there, honestly. I think I just, I don't even think I hardly edited that one, to be oh honest. Oh my God, it was, I'm sorry. <laughs> because it was horrible. I'm like, I can't do this. Just let it go. Let it go. My mind, that just goes to show you that my mind was just somewhere <laughs> else and I just could not function. All right, guys. Well, like we said, um, you can check out One Crime at a Time. It is a true crime comedy podcast, so mm-hmm. please don't be offended. Please don't. We don't if mean you are. Just it. don't listen to it. I don't have time for all your negativity. We don't have time to explain <laughs> this again. Go listen to future to earlier episodes, and it I don't, is well I don't explained. Have time. I don't have. I mean, I just. If you don't like it, we, don't listen to it. <laughs> we just have fun with it, and don't don't write me <laughs> telling me how. How horrible of people offended. we just are. Just don't do it, okay? If you're offended, just cut it off. <laughs> yeah, just stop listening. But anyway. <laughs> but you'll get it if you listen to it. You'll get it. If you, you just don't. give it a chance. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. I don't care. Either way. I'm going to keep doing it anyhow. We do care about our listeners. Though. We do. We but do. But we just... I don't. We have been just, through this so many times that it's a true pod, true, true crime, it's a true pod. It's a true pod. It's a true pod. True crime comedy podcast. Yes. We put we, the word comedy in there for a reason. Yes. So, don't be offended if you yes. are. Just turn it off and go on with your life. Okay. But you'll miss all <laughs> that great information. True, because we come. We do. We cover we, everything. We go deep. That's what she said. All right. So, anyway, we're going to end it on that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I think it's time to go. If you want to help this show out, guys, if you could please go give us, um, rate us and give us a written review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, that would really, really help us out. And we, I guess, until... Whenever we have another episode We are. I am going to try real hard to get one typed up. Well, you can get type it, it recorded. Up and if we get to record it, and if I get it edited, fine. If not, we'll have one. Maybe out not. Have one maybe out. not by the end of this week, but maybe by next week. Yeah, probably. Maybe it will I'm be just, there. And I, this, I'm, I'm done. I am done promising episodes. I'm not doing that anymore. That's why I said maybe. 
I just can't. I, I, can't, I, didn't, I can't do that anymore. No, stop, because I didn't say for sure. I said maybe. <laughs> that that kind of leaves it open. It might be there and it I've, might not. My life's been too stressful. It lately, had, y'all, so really, I'm, just, it I'm had, not doing that anymore. Since the first of the year, it has been really so, stressful for both of us. So anyway, but so. not complaining because we love you guys. And, and we we're alive and we're healthy. And hope you all are too. And I'm pulled strumming the, <laughs> strumming the microphone. All right. <laughs> All I'm right, guys. the microphone. <laughs> okay, we really, need, we really need to stop this now before it goes any further. Yes, we All do. right, guys. Well, we'll just, we will catch you next time. Yes, we will, whenever that may be. Yes, and remember, until then, the scariest things happen out in the sticks. Yes. Bye. Bye.